Today on This American Dice, join four unlikely heroes on their quest to defeat the greatest threat to the realm, the Black Stallions. Can our heroes who have ventured deep down into these caverns defeat Rook? And now that they have discovered that Gelen, the wizard among the Black Stallions, has secreted himself away in this forbidden library of ancient knowledge, what can they discover from him? And will he be willing to work with them, or will they have to kill him? Check it all out today on This American Dice Presents Dungeon World, Hunt for the Black Stallions. So you guys have, like, posters of what, like, uh, the Black Stallions used to look like. Um, Len, do you think that you'd recognize this guy or no? Uh, yeah, probably. If it was a thing that could be studied, Len yeah. probably had studied it. And so, like, uh, it takes him a minute, and then once he, like, gets up this close and he sees that this guy's part spider, and he's like, wait a minute, you're you're one of those guys. You're one of the, 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 you're one of the black stallions. He's like, my name is Gellan and, uh, I'm one of the last two black stallions. Last two. How many were we commissioned to come find? Did it say? Yeah. Um, you, so there were four black stallions. There was, um, Brody Rook, Murderbane. Rook, oh, that's right. Brody, Brody Murderbane. 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 Uh, Murderbeam, that's right. Carl, I'm forgetting your character's name. Kalen Weatherspear. Yeah, so Kalen was, was was killed in a mass brawl uh, after after he entered yet another tourney and uh, beat the townspeople to a pulp. They turned on him, uh, murdering him heinously. I'm sure he deserved so, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so then that would mean that the only ones remaining are Kalen and... Who's and the last? Rook, of course. Yeah. Okay. So he'll he'll say, uh, uh, I, "I'm Galen, the library keeper." Uh, so Dorman will take out his sword and say, "Stand still, please." <laughs> and he's going to start swinging unless somebody stops. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah, I think I think Len gets kind of gets kind of spooked by this situation, um, but he's just. Um, Len, go ahead and roll defy danger. Absolutely. That's a two and a four, so that's a six. Depending on how I'm defying this danger, I could end poorly. Uh, was wisdom through mental fortitude, and it does become a seven then. Okay. So you feel. Oh jeez. When you touch his hand, you feel like his thoughts, and you feel him feeling your thoughts. My thoughts to your thoughts. And you your can thoughts. you can sort of protect some areas um, because of what you rolled. Um, so there, is there anything particularly sensitive that you don't want him to know? All the weird pubescent thoughts lately. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, he's a farm boy, so he's like, I hope he doesn't find out about that very voluptuous cow. <laughs> um, no, uh, I think he... I think the deal is like uh, Lens. Lens kind of a little bit of an open book with a lot of stuff. Uh, the two things he values are um, like cows. Yeah, cows. Well, very particularly voluptuous <laughs> cows. But um, no, he values like what Torment had taught him. Okay. 
And that's why he and but he doesn't he doesn't understand why Tormund taught him that stuff. Like he maybe there's some arcane secrets that Tormund was like never share these except with like uh, except with other mages. Never, child, never share this save with your apprentice one day. Yeah, like exactly. that kind of thing. Okay, so you're like concentrating on keeping those, and and in the meantime, I'll say like some of his thought, thoughts flow into your head, and you sort of see. Uh, Maybe some of the adventures of the Black Stallions and how um, they were this—they were this group of adventurers, not unlike your own. Um, That's like us. They were—they were given these quests to um, um, try to keep this uh, ancient evil from rising. Um, along the way, they found these like crystals that um, helped them uh, help them in their quest. It helped them like. Um, teleport from point A to point B and they had this this lord who was sort of communicating with them through it uh, but somewhere along the way things like went off the rails and uh, you know a couple of them died now and uh, and in the meantime now Rook is uh, is trying to pervert these uh, crystals to some sort of dark purpose that you're not entirely aware of but you can sense that Galen's not fully on board with Wait, uh, Carl, what's your character's fucking name? Dorman. Dorman. Dor- wait, Dorman. Don't, it's, uh, wait, Mr. Mr. Gellin, what are you, why are, why are you down here? What are you trying to do? He's like, the. there's a, there's an entire civilization's worth of knowledge here. The world is, uh, corrupt and full of passion. Uh, people pursue stupid ends to ridiculous purposes. If I can... If I can save this space, uh, then I can save the world. But isn't your friend doing something uh, bad? Yeah, he's like, I don't know. There, there aren't enough books in the world to figure that one out. Uh, but I know enough to trust Rook. Ooh. Um, hmm. I think, uh, I think Len is really trying to, like, listen into this guy to see if he can maybe glean any information from like the way he's, I feel like Len's not the most, uh, you wouldn't bring Len in to be like, all right, interrogate this person. Like he wouldn't be like, I don't know. Um, so he's just kind of like trying to like listen to what's being said. Uh, but I don't think he, I think he's kind of taking this in at like the value that, that it's at which it's being presented. Okay. I'll Dorm will be standing with his hands on the pommel of his sword, resting, and he'll say kindly to Len, uh, just let me know, child, when you're done conversing with the half-ant, half-man, and, uh, and and then I will strike. So meanwhile, like, there's that lamp, like, not too far from you, and you're busy, like, uh, you're busy, like, conversing. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say the other, the rest of you I'll guys, right the rest of you guys are, are also uh, present. You'll say, uh, Len, just finish up. When you're done, I'll I'll do the dirty bit. I'll be right back. And he's like, gonna run for the lamp. Wait, where are you going? <laughs> he runs off. Yeah, I feel uh, Corvid is just behind one of these bookcases again. And once he heard <laughs> this person was uh, like a, a black stallion, he's just been like quietly applying his poison to one of his arrows. <laughs> All right. I like it. What's in those? Uh, what's. What what are those books over there, Mister? And he'll so, point to the magical safe that you'd pointed out before. Or what's oh, what's in there? Oh, uh, 
in there, uh, the tomb of forbidden, the tome of forbidden knowledge. The tome of forbidden knowledge. I don't know. Is it forbidden because? Uh, is it forbidden because it's something bad? It's like, well, bad is relative. All things, uh, all, all things forbidden change the uh, change the person reading them. Is it bad like what your friend is trying to do? It's not that bad. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, have I have the has Len ever heard of the tome of forbidden knowledge? Yeah, I'll say. Uh, uh, well, why don't you spot lore on that one? Awesome. And I just picked up a I picked up a move that lets me do a little better on this. I got a eleven. Nice. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah, so the Tome of Forbidden Knowledge is a tome of unspeakable power. Basically, like, when you read it, you, like, for game purposes, you level up. Uh, and, uh, but uh, in the process, you, you're tainted. Like, it, it, uh, it takes something from you. Oh, jeez. It takes, like, something from you, and, like, it takes your innocence from you. Hmm. I was just about to say that as like a child thing. Like, oh, that sounds that sounds pretty impressive, but kind of spooky. Uh, I don't know. The uh, I've heard about that book before, Mister. Why do, why do you guys have it here? He said, "I, I keep it here because uh, I read it cover to cover, and uh, and I think in the wrong hands it could be abused." I don't know, but we've been told you guys are the bad guys. Well, and if you, I think you haven't. Just looks at you and says, "You haven't read enough." And he, I think he looks over to uh, uh, to to David John a little bit, like, "Like, are you going to weigh in on this? <laughs> you going to kill this walk guy?" Over. Yeah. yeah, David John is walking over there. Um, you know, smoldering a little bit, and uh, um, I'm like, "Whoa, another another spider!" And uh, you know, pull up his sword, ready to attack. Yelling. That's funny. All right. Uh, Yelling will be like, oh, I, I see you serve the double light. Double light serves and the double light protects. He says, you know, the faith of the double light originated in uh, in the forest from which my people sprang. It, it was originally an elven faith. Huh. Well, that, he says, that were true. Or all of our, all of our can, books would be written in elven and we'd all be speaking elven. Am I right? It's like, uh, you're right, and yet I speak to you in English, or uh, common, and ha- how do you think that happened? All right, buddy, well, if you know of the double light, you cannot be, uh, you must have some sense in you, and um, I'm, we're here to listen. We we were guided here by the light itself. Let me ask you, uh, David John, uh, how many books of uh, the Great Testament of the the double light, uh, would you say there are? Oh, well, <laughs> we all know that there's, there are five books that have been given to us, and I've read each of them. Dave John, would you like to read the sixth book? Oh, throughout, this, all, the, throughout all this conversation of books, Len has started to inch closer and closer towards that, uh, that tome of forbidden lore. All right, yeah, see, you, you can walk right up to it. It's just yeah. like a book basically and you see this um how did you gilded ancient book and around it is wrapped like um 
the gilding of it is like in the form of a weed. Hmm. Oh yeah. Um, does it seem like magically protected in any capacity that I can see? No. Oh. And if you like, you have like a detect magic cantrip you can cast or something. I think right? I, I think I do. You want me to do that? Go ahead. Uh, all right. I do have a detect magic regular spell. Uh, sure. Let's just use it. Why not? Is it cool if I just say that that was one of the ones I had prepared? Yeah, this one. Sure. Oh, let's see if this magical book is magical, guys. Or it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, I got a three. Should I? Nope. <laughs> no, I said like you, you're aware it's magical, but there's, there's like, it's like, it's magic is beyond you. I'm like, boy, this is, this is something wild. I can't even believe. And he's like saying this stuff out loud to no one. And uh, then he's like, we, we see David, John and uh, Kellen having this discussion. And then in the middle of this discussion, uh, Len's already opened the book. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's flip back to David John. If there's, if there's, if you're telling me, sir, that there's a sixth book, I, I would like to restore it to the order of the, of the double light. It would uh, be. He says, I'd like nothing more than that, but, uh, uh, the zealots in your church have, uh, forbidden any, any reference to it. He's like, but there is the last known copy. And he points to your friend who's now reading it. Yeah. And there's, uh, just, just for effect, let me know if Lee, if this is not what you were going for. I think like, um, like your friend is reading it and you, that's when you see, uh, uh, Len open the book and there's like the, like burst of light that shoots out at him from the book. Absolutely. Double light, like one yeah. from each side, you know, one from each side. Side. Right. Right. and I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I think the pages are, um, like the pages are kind of like turning themselves, not like at first they start kind of like, slowly as if someone was speed reading and then like sooner they go get going like faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah, absolutely. I'll say like you, you like before too long, like you just set the book down and your eyes are like glowing and you have like a light about you. Um, you can, you can level up, um, but also you have to describe one way in which the book has changed you. So I think it'd be a simple, like, I'm a miserable sot now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or uh, it could be any number of other things. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm blind. Um, so uh, physically, we immediately see that uh, Len's it hair could be like I've lost my taste. I- I've lost my sense of taste. <laughs> oh, um, I think the big. Number. I think the big thing is um, Len. Uh, we immediately see that Len's changed because Len had like uh, a kind of like strawberry blonde hair and like kind of like a shitty bowl cut. And now his hair is uh, like gray. Okay. Awesome. And so, so we immediately see that that's, that that's in a sweet mohawk. Yeah. It's in a sweet mohawk and he turns around and says, you guys ready to roll? And he pulls out his <laughs> pistol. Um, <laughs> And uh, anyway, he uh, he's like, not yet. Okay. And he puts that away in his trench coat and Morpheus turn. No. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I think like one of the big things is he um, like all of like the simple pleasures of life. And I think he doesn't know this just yet, 
but uh like i think like he loses some of like the simple pleasures of life like music doesn't have any allure like he's now literally never a person who gets lost in the beat he no longer cares about the medieval cookbooks yeah he's yeah. like Aww. oh yeah because he's like oh that's it. he's like that's interesting that they cooked that way but he doesn't have like a desire to be like mm, how delightfully tasty like that's not there to him like yeah the simple pleasures are gone for 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 now not so young len so david yeah you, uh sorry david john you see you see len uh age in front of you and and david john you you're watching all of this as well uh so you can hop in at any point you feel like that yeah i am um, well first I w- i'd want to turn to gellen and say um there's a lot about this world that i didn't know about that I've just learned in a short period of time with my companions. And so much of it has been not taught or forbidden by the elders at the, the order of the double light. Um, you call them zealots where, um, how long have they, have they cast out the sixth book? How old is your faith? My faith, um, mean like my characters, Oh, like the religion itself. Oh, okay. Let's say like, like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like born again, baptism or something like that. It's like 80 years old, sir. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So like one thing that I kind of wanted to get at was that this is not David John speaking, but one thing that I was thinking is that his whole order, like his whole order and like his like he had like this really small minded thing of like the evil that he needed to purge from the land. And it was just like basically this really banal thing that really wasn't a big deal. And, um, there's like way greater evils in the world. And, um, perhaps like a greater story arc could be that his order, like it's just cultivating people to just like worship and just, that's it. Just prayer and like provide like worship and like mana to like some other deity or something like that. Rather than the double light, so um, I don't. I'm not going to develop that too much more right now. But that's like kind of a bigger arc with him is that he'll like, like, and this is really cool because this would like put him. You know, if if there's like, if if there is any truth to his religion, um, to find that um, and see that like his elders are like kind of, you know, like actually working for a different um, interest. So interesting. I like that a lot. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, hmm. So yeah, he'll ask Ellen about um, how long he's um, how he learned about the double light, and um, that it, that his, his words seem to ring true. Your words seem to ring, ring true to me because I've I've seen so many things in this world that have been strange to me, and things that have been um, not taught in, my, in the many years that I've spent in the order, and um, it seems like there's far greater powers and evils than just uh the demon zaitan well he said uh he says basically uh when i was still young um before the church of the double light uh came around but um back when its predecessor uh hadn't been stamped out uh our people followed three stars uh and uh the church that you know is the church of the double light was once called the Church of the Triple Light. <laughs> Third light dun, dun, dun. <laughs> was a light that spoke to men's compassion 
and their judgment and their wisdom, their decision-making. But that is all been stamped out of your faith. And that is the life that's contained in the book over there. This weed that you think of as evil, in fact, is a tool, tool of the light. <laughs> yeah, open your mind, man. Yeah. Have you never smoked that weed? I have. You will. Your, your, uh, your views are strange, and I will ponder them after I read the book. But I appreciate your insight. I do wonder why so many have been led astray from the path of the double light. And um, perhaps, perhaps our teachings need fuller thought and, and um, perhaps I perhaps I will consider the teachings of this book thank you sir so do you read from the book or do you go over to the book I guess yeah I'm gonna go to the book with my negative like two intelligence and read it <laughs> <laughs> All right. well, the book itself is wrapped in the leaf of uh, the weed that you hate so I'm gonna read it really slow oh, um, yeah. it's Ilkor's Bane, or you call it like Satan something. Yeah, no, we'll call it, yeah. You don't mind the fact that it's like... Satan salad. This, this would be like uh, it being wrapped in pornography for, uh, for uh, you know, uh, any or something. My, first I'm going to talk to, uh, before I touch the book, I'm going to talk to my young companion. <sighs> what? <sighs> what? What did you What did you glean from the pages? Bless you, Uncle. I I glint, which is the the past tense of glean. I learned that. I glint a lot. <laughs> Are we? I don't, uh, I don't know if you should. I don't know if you should read this one. There's a lot in there. It's a doozy. What What did you learn about? Which a doozy, which I learned in some cultures, is a really serious ethnic slur. <laughs> so sorry if you have any bugbear friends. Were there any <laughs> teachings in there about a, a, a third star, perhaps? A, a third light? There were teachings about so many stars and so many different lights. You'll have to be more specific, Mr. David John. I plum don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> And you, uh, recognize me? Yeah. You're David John, Isaac, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> uh, Kennedy <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> Whatever your character's name was. A lot of names. Masters. Then David John draws his sword and strikes down <laughs> child. Oh, you got me. I was a bad guy. Yeah. Clearly this, the... <laughs> Teachings the double light were wrong all or right all along. It sets himself on fire again. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, um, he uh, but he'll he'll be like, I don't know if you should read this one, sir. There's a lot in here. Like I said, it's a real, it's a D word. Oh. So, um, and I think Len turns back to. Uh, uh, Kellen and is like if we go to stop if we go to stop your friend from doing something real bad and make sure he doesn't do anything bad are you gonna stay here what's your what are you what's your plan the only way to stop my friend is to kill him and to kill me Ooh. 
Do I have do I have any idea? Have I gleaned any knowledge that this may be true? Uh, Why must we kill you? Hold on. Uh, it sounds like a discern realities roll to me. Sure. Come on, baby, mama needs a new pair of butts. Got an eight plus one. So, right. ooh, oh, but since I leveled up, you know what? That's an eight plus two. So that's a ten. Oh, shit. Oh, baby. All right, so l- allow me to find the... I'll read it to you. Why I happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable? Who's in control? What here is not what it appears to be. All right, so... Um, what is about to happen? Um, hmm. I'll be right back. <laughs> if the answer was Carl's going to leave, then... Yeah. So I'll say uh, th- there is this ritual going on underneath you, and given enough time, like, it will be fulfilled. Like, that's still uh, a taking time bomb. Okay. What should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for any knowledge or any tool that will help you um, get to the ritual area or prevent the ritual. Oh, that's perfect, because then my next question is, what here is useful or valuable to me? Mm. I'll say Gellin himself, in the form of uh, aiding your cause, if you can enlist him. Yeah, so then Len will say, like, like you've got to, like... Listen, you've you've you seem like a you seem like a nice enough guy who just wants to just wants to study books, and that's all that's all I ever wanted to do. Um, but but we gotta stop we gotta stop what your friend's doing. If you if you can help us with that, you, you can. No nobody has to hurt you. Nobody has to hurt your library. Hell, this, this is a parlay role, I think. So sure. Uh, Hell, I'll so, donate some money to a spider charity. Uh, yeah, you've got to figure out. Uh, how you have leverage and then uh, let me know from there okay I think just his uh, um, so I have say like from your prior role like you can sort of realize like he's tied to this place and tied to Rook and tied to these like crystals in a way that you don't fully understand but uh, it, it doesn't seem fo- fully voluntary okay uh, he's not fully on board with whatever ritual is going on uh, uh, yeah uh, so that might help you in okay so yeah so David then John, David John's gonna read the book by the way okay what's going on oh no uh yeah I think uh do we want to have deal with him doing that yeah so uh David John what does the book take from you uh it takes his stupidness and, and sort of describe like what you're seeing in the book so like mechanically what it does is it levels you up Mm-hmm. But this is a book about like your faith, uh, and it's like it's like if someone found like the fifth gospel or the second book of Revelation or like that sort of thing. It's like it, it contains a lot of things that are like in many ways very at odds with your core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So he's going to um, he's going to lose. He's going to give up his path. Uh, I'm reading this book to the the gospel of the double light and the like the purging of the like this the, these Zatanists, which are like you know like the in this like 
plant basically, which are kind of a, which he learns from reading is more of like a druidic kind of tradition. And like, not really a purely evil entity. No, so and, in, in the book, it, it, the book is called, the, the, the weed is called Ilkor's Bane. And the idea is like this weed somehow hurts like the Lich King. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to give up his path, his, um, he's going to give up like his, his jewelry, his kind of like, um, he had like these like ornate kind of necklaces and things, and he's going to remove them from him and like leave them at the altar and, um, the, uh, like start crying at the, (laughs) at this, at this, um, table basically. And, um, yeah, that's what he's going to do. All right, so Corvid, you're watching all of this. How do you react to that? Uh, what do you just do? He's crying somewhere. So basically, you watch, you watch um, Len, uh, the young Len, like suddenly age after reading this book and talking with this like half man, half spider creature. And then you watch uh, uh, David John renounce his faith. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a real is, doozy. Is, <laughs> is Dorman still uh, preparing to kind of attack this? I have been gone. Oh, I haven't Dorman's seen like, any of this. Dorman's like off in the corner, rubbing a lamp for people, yeah. <laughs> like facing away from you, looking furtively over his shoulder. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think. He, I, I mean, I want to kill this guy. He's part of the Black Stallions. We got to do it. A morning cup of coffee, the kind of thing to ease you into your day. But has this ever happened to you? Ah, just a fine roast, a fine scoop of Folgers here and... Oh, it's everywhere! There's gotta be a better way! And now there is, with Shorescoop. Shorescoop's German-engineered precision shock-absorbing technology allows you to get the perfect scoop of coffee not every other time, but every single time. Ah, now that's good coffee. And look, no mess. Shorescoop helps with my fragile wrists. And now I can see my grandkids again. Shorescoop. Scoop it. I think once um, um, David John just starts weeping, um, <laughs> I'm going to try and shoot. I'm going to, I guess, jump from behind this uh, bookshelf that I was hiding behind and just uh, just shoot him with this arrow, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll just flash cut to uh, Dorman real quick. Dorman, you, you, you're approaching this lamp. How do you do that? Oh, I mean, I don't think there's anything to hide from. The only threat left in the room is back with my party, and I've been told not to kill him yet. So I just walk up to it, pull it out of the rubble, and give it a good look over. I think I should be pretty familiar with, with lamps. Okay, go ahead and roll your uh, spell lore. I got a... Between 7 and 9, I think it might be an 8. No, 7. You're familiar with lamps, but only from the inside so from the outside, you have no idea how to deal with them. Yeah, so so you, I would say, like, for the past few minutes, you've been, like, knocking on it, like, trying to put it in your ear hole, 
like uh <laughs> you know i, I do yeah. carry my own lamp around like like, like shouting on it yeah but you've never like accessed the lamp before you don't know how people access yours right okay all right and then, so and then, like finally at the very end you like rub it uh and i'll say when that happens instead of like it coming out of the lamp you go into the lamp and you're suddenly in like this uh pocket plane it's not like dissimilar from yours so describe as yours tra- as i'm traveling through like the ether I'm like not times square not times square not times square <laughs> uh, um oh i i've pictured my lamp as being really similar to um rick and the, remember the rick and morty episode where he makes his own like a mini universe inside the car battery like it's basically like people just have like regular jobs and things are just like kind of different and i was literally just an accountant there uh, and I had a family and everything. So, like, mine was just, like, sort of an other world of just, like, our world. Interesting. I'll say this is a little more... Uh, Fantastic. Like, kind of like the environment in which it's sitting in. It's, like, more like a library in this guy's, like, uh, you know, um, like, reading when, when he looks up. And he says, oh, thank God. Uh, uh, my name is uh, Arizon. Uh and and like you don't recognize him per se, but he but he looks like like I guess of your tribe or like of your gen like he's he's familiar in some vague sense. What'd you say his name was? Arizon. Oh, I thought you said Amazon. As like because he's the bookkeeper. I was like, okay. Um, all right. So uh, all right, I'll I'll um I'll say uh, brother. It's been so long since I've seen one of my own kind. I like go to like give him the traditional genie uh, greeting, which is just like a lot of like clasping your hands together and bowing at each other. Okay, so like maybe he starts to do that. But he's like, please, um, and slamming dunk. He's, he's like, yeah, <laughs> catching he's, air. Like you've op- you've opened my lamp, and now I'm bound to you uh, to an eternity <laughs> to an eternity of service. Uh, you know the obligations better than most. Um, but I can only grant you this one wish because I am, uh, uh, I'm a lesser djinn. And, uh, I say, oh no, friend, there are no lesser djinns. We are all <laughs> equal. I would never presume to, to, to enslave you the way that, that our kind has, what is it you can do for me again? It's like, I can grant you any wish, uh, but but I will live in eternity of, of uh, indebtedness <laughs> uh, now and always. That is my lot in life. That is oh. our people's lot. Well, you know, I mean, I do know that, you know, if you're a traditionalist, that's, that could be cool by you. I mean, it's not, really, it's not really always unethical for someone to fulfill what they believe is their duty. Um, <laughs> and you just look at him and he looks like, extremely sad <laughs> um, like <laughs> uh, i'm gonna take a take a look around is he literally just sitting by himself in like like this old library yeah and he seems like maybe slightly crazed i'll be thinking to myself like you know he hasn't had company eccentric it'll be good for him really to have someone to talk to and what better way to have a traveling companion than to be eternally bound to them <laughs> um I mean, no. you've been through the same thing, so... Oh, yeah, totally. So, but like, you're the best person equipped to deal with that. 
Yeah, but like I'm figuring like the like the few years of being immortals already like corroded his like sense of this is terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're fully aware. Like, like it's it's inescapable. Like this guy is a slave. Yeah, but but maybe like a useful slave who likes it though. Certainly a useful one, but definitely not. <laughs> no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna put a pin in that. Um, so, okay, what what can I mechanically do here? Like, do I have to leave the lamp again to like, or do I have to like while I'm in the lamp, I can sort of interact with him like in his power way? So basically, he can grant you one wish, and yeah, before you use a wish, you can go in and out of this lamp and talk to him as much as okay. you want. All right, I'm gonna say, uh, my friend, how long has it been? Since you had a, a previous master, I mean, I mean, friend. He's like, as you know, there are no friends between masters and servants. Except, uh, definitely, except, except for us, though, because you know, I, I get it. He we, said, I can only grant you one wish, and sustaining this lie is not one of them. <laughs> Unless you oh, wish it to be. <laughs> he like, like hope glints in his eyes. <laughs> um, that's true. Jin, don't lie. Um, okay. So, I'm rubbing the lamp. My gin don't lie, and I'm starting to fear her. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good Shakira. All right, so let's go back to um, Corbin. So Corbin, much pressure. Uh, you, are, are you poisoning this guy like a backstab, or are you shooting him? What are you doing exactly? Yeah, I'm shooting him with this uh this poison arrow. So since it's ranged, I don't think I can backstab him. But okay. I'm gonna try for that. Which is uh not super great because my poison I picked the one that relies on other people to attack him afterwards, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be awkward. <laughs> oh also I got a six. So <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter too much anyway. Would you, would you want one of us to be helping you? Or no? Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Are you going to help him kill this librarian? I mean, Len would prefer not, but I don't know if maybe uh, David John would want that. Yeah, maybe Corbett will kind of uh, jump out from hiding with this, this arrow knocked and just like, uh, would you idiots stop reading magic books and do the job we came here for? You said he's a black stallion, right? Just shoot him. Okay. So David John, like, you you hit him. Yeah, what what are, what what are you gonna do about this David John? Oh um if you want to try an eight then my my hit my arrow will hit him instead. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in the way your arrow. Oh so you're not to hit. Okay, oh you're so interfering me? Yeah, so I'll say that happens. Sorry, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, to hit him? Okay. Um well, I only got a one, but it is poisoned. Okay, so in the in the unlikely event that you all start attacking David John, <laughs> you'll take plus one. Uh, all right, so David John, you take one damage. So basically, I'll say you like you smash your shield uh, into this uh, arrow as it's going for the uh, as it's going for Gellin, and uh, a piece of it breaks off and like scratches your face off You're on the side. Yeah, you guys. You guys, you guys need to chill it. What's going on? Oh, this guy, do we Cor really need to kill Gallon here? 
Corvette, Galen can help us. Galen, I know you don't want to... I know, I, I know you, you're not happy about what's going on, and I know these crystals are... There's something up with these crystals, but we, we can stop all this stuff and let you study your books and not have to deal with these crystals or any of this weird magic ritual. We can, we can stop that. If, if you give us a hand, we'll be able to stop it, and nobody has to hurt anybody down here. Yeah, okay. Galen, I'm sure you don't want to be a spider anymore. We can help you get your legs back. This, yeah. This sounds, this sounds like a parlay roll with um, Len and um, uh, David John helping. So basically you you're that? saying, like, we'll give you assistance to get Rook out from... To, to, to inhibit Rook in a way that helps you some way. Sure. Well, I got a three, so don't bother rolling with a help roll. So I'm like... Yeah, and then I and then what? Roll, because no, it's, no, it's, it's, and, and no. I think I think Len is like, and then once we kill your friend, <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, he he says that to Corvid. He's like, no, this isn't the guy. It's this guy's friend. That's the person we have to kill. So he just keeps, he just keeps bringing up. I like the idea that he just keeps bringing up that Rook and this guy are friends, and their goal is to kill this guy's friend. <laughs> He'll look at you and he'll be like, I've told you the only way forward is to kill me. And now I'll force your hand. And he'll, uh, he, he like, um, spits venom at, um, Corvid at this point. All right. I'm going to, like, try to block that with my shield. Let's cut back to, uh, uh, Dorman. Oh, man. I, uh, all right. I think the, so Dorman will be like, "Oh man, I, I've got a wish. This is this is unprecedented mental territory for me. Oh, I know what I should do. I should consult with my mortal friends, who will definitely steer me in the right direction for the best wish for a mortal." Yeah, I don't want to screw this up. And he'll uh, turn to Arizon and be like, "I will be right back, new friend." Who? Hey, like, who? Yes, my master. Friend, awesome. I'll be back. And then uh, he like <laughs> leaps back out. Okay, um, so so you leap back out just in time to see um, Spider spitting venom at Corvid, and Corvid like with his bow uh, out. All right, I'm gonna definitely be taking this lamp with me, like put it on my belt next to my original lamp, and um, then it's barbarian time, baby. Corvid. Um, when you go ahead and defy danger, you just tell me how you're doing it. Was uh, David John helping or? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, I mean, it makes the most sense for me to just kind of try to either duck or duck out of the way. Okay. So, decks. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, 11 on that one then. Awesome. So, yeah, so you just totally like matrix dodge this uh, acid. And it uh, lands behind you, burning like uh, you know a, a languages section of books. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you don't care about that anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, I've already, I've already learned it before. Eight, eight, two, Kellen. I learned Latin. That's the deal. And maybe, uh, uh, how do you help exactly? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Back to Dorman. All right, so I'm going to see uh, Corvid, just as I was expecting him to get out of Danger's way. 
and then on this then there's this um of course i see david john and then this old wizened looking dwarf person don't know where lenny is um but uh i will i'm just i guess i'll just charge for the spider who i always knew was bad i'd be like i think like i knew i shouldn't let these people alone because all these mortals always want to talk <laughs> uh yeah i'm just gonna go for it i'm just gonna go in there swords blazing okay uh, hack and slash yes oh got six unless somebody wants to help me okay uh i'll see you hit him uh, oh hold on do you get any bonuses for acting out your bonds or is that something different yeah, uh, I think so. Well, uh, Austin, what, what is it? Your bonds are usually what you use when you're trying to help or in, when you're trying to aid or interfere with somebody. So you don't get uh, help for acting out your bonds. You'll get experience at the end of the game for acting yeah. out your bonds. Oh, I I'm thinking of uh, if you were acting out on any of the discern realities role, but you, you haven't been doing those. So, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll say like your, what, what is your weapon? It's a big two-handed sword. Okay. Uh, so yeah, maybe. Uh, hmm. Hold on a second. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say you you're able to hit him, uh, but when you do, uh, this like acid blood sprays out at you, and you take uh, you take five damage. Can this be soaked by armor? Uh huh. Cool. All right, I took three damage. Nice. All right, uh, so back to Len. Ooh, all right. So um, Len kind of like like sees this stuff happening, and he uh, he's like like we didn't want to we didn't want to do this. We're just trying to we're just trying to help people. You've got to stop. And I think he like kind of shoots his arms out and like holds the the staff out, and he's going to cast the spell Hold Person. All right. Which is a cleric spell that he picked up through some uh, leveling up. Good choice. And he got a uh, seven plus two is nine. I don't have the cleric sheet in front of me. I have all your sheets. So yeah. So the the way the the way the wizard the way the spell casting works is on a seven to nine the spell is cast, but I have to choose one. I draw unwelcome attention or put uh, myself in a spot. The spell disturbs the fabric of reality as it is cast. Take minus one ongoing to cast a spell until the next time you prepare spells or after it is cast, the spell is forgotten. You cannot cast the spell again until you prepare your spells. And honestly, I think it's going to be that because I think he didn't even know he had this power till now. Okay, nice. So he's like, he's like, like, we're not trying to hurt you. We just want you to knock it off. So and he does throw, that. Him and does that mean you can't attack him again, and, uh, or he'll be free, or how does it work? Yeah. So it. Hold on. It's on page sixty-six, I believe. Nope, that's not correct at all. Um, basically, he is. Here we are. Choose a person you can see. Until you cast a spell or leave their presence, they cannot act except to speak. This effect ends immediately if the target takes damage from any source. So he's just kind of like. Okay. Unable to act aside from speaking. Perfect. Uh, so suddenly he's frozen in place, and you guys are all like now seeing that it's like weird light blowing around him. Oh, yeah. perfect. 
As he's Ooh. defenseless, I'm gonna backstab them. <laughs> Alright, so you, you immediately like put down your bow, start to like sneak behind him. Yeah. All and I think seeing. I think the way that the the hold person spell in this situation looks is all of these uh book like there like there's like wind that's kind of kicked up and like he's suddenly like frozen and motionless but like there's like wind that's like sticking pages of these books to him and that kind of stuff as meanwhile corvid is inching up behind him ever so dangerously oh i don't even have to sneak because it's uh if he's defenseless which if he can't move i assume that's the case right yeah. So I'm just gonna um, casually walk up there and just like, hey, thanks, kid. And just try to throw <laughs> the equivalent of that. Okay. Any uh, final words from the rest, from either of you guys? I, I give David John a chance here. I'm gonna hit the guy. I'm gonna hit him in the sword. All right. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking with a stick. Mm-hmm. So like this is the guy who just like revealed your new religion to you, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna hit him with my sword. <laughs> sorry. This one. <laughs> His last words are, eh, sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, but he's. Roll all right, yeah, I got an eleven there, which gives me two choices from this list. Definitely gonna do it. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna do my damage and then give plus one to the next person to hit, hit this person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, do damage. <laughs> so a seven total. Oh, okay. I rolled a five and also a two. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, did John go ahead and roll a pack and slash plus one forward? Oh, I'll totally get in on this. Just uh, this gruesome festival. Mm. That's oh, what happens. I got right. I got an eleven. And I'm gonna say sorry. For all your damage. You're not sorry. Uh, I get a... Well, I guess that's a four. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess right. if he uh, took damage, he can attack back theoretically if we roll low enough. <laughs> yeah. Go, go on. Dorman, uh, uh, you're attacking also. You roll hack and I five. got an eight. And I have forceful and messy for whatever that counts for. You roll your damage? Um... Uh, Sorry, I don't remember how to do that. Oh, I got it. Never mind. One second. It's Your damage should just be like a D8 or D10. Yeah, I got it. Um, total of five. Jesus. All right. Yeah, so basically, you guys freeze this guy in place and then just decide to, like, butcher him. <laughs> Before you can have a chance to react, like, just limbs are flying over, like... Corby gets like slits his throat, and then the rest of you guys are like bashing his head in, and like like, oh jeez, oh god. (laughs) Dorm's just nodding like happily, like like, taking eggs out of his egg sack and throwing them on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) It's hideous. This is like disgusting brutality. And you and there's a close up on Len, and he goes, "It's exactly how I read about it." (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I, I think like this would be a good part to like start an epilogue for this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a text going over the screen as we're just like hacking this corpse apart. <laughs> so um, yeah, you guys have a chance to figure out what you're going to do next. Have a chance to uh, digest what just happened. You have a chance to deal that uh, to Jin if you want to, uh, or read the or, or 
anything else. So I digest. You, you mean we ate this guy? Yeah, yeah. For, further killing this guy who's already dead. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So this. All right. Well, this. Oh my God! I can't believe that. I was trying to help him, but yeah, it's just like it said in the book. That is what would happen. He was right. I'll um. Dorman will just be like, who is like pointing a sword at like at you and be like, uh, have we found another custodian, ancient wizened custodian of this library? And where's the boy? No, it's, it's me. It's me, Mr. Dormant. I just, oh, I, I just got real spooked. Why? Do, does something look different? Do I have something on my, is it spider goop? I'll like hold up my, my massive sword. You can see like your reflection in the blade of it. Oh, geez. Oh, if I'm ever able to see my mom again, she's not going to be happy about my beautiful strawberry blonde locks. <laughs> I'll say to Dorman, like, both these two idiots read that magic evil book. That book is magic and evil? I, like, go to, like, stab it, unless somebody stops me. I think it'll be funny Which if you stab is, it. Yes, definitely, <laughs> I'm doing that. It's like, just as we were mashing part of the corpse, I'm, like, separating it with, like, dagger and oh, sword. Uh, <laughs> if can I Can I throw out an idea? He... He stabs it, and when he stabs it, like blood erupts out of it and sprays everywhere. Yeah, or and there's like a screaming, <laughs> <laughs> and like a thousand ghosts fly out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, and Len changes back into the sexy lady he was before the curse was put on him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Len just kind of like. Len looks at the book as that, as that happens, and his eyes are like, kind of like, like, oh god, and um, he's like, like I saw some stuff in there. I don't like the idea of destroying that, but maybe it was for the better. Or maybe like when all these ghosts are like flying, screaming out of this book, you see one ghost each trying to crawl out of your and David John's throat, but not being able to quite make it, and getting pulled back down into your stomachs. See how weird we can make this. <laughs> yeah, terrifying. <laughs> That's my soul. <laughs> Don't let that little guy get out. All right, let's let's all take one action for uh, what each character is doing to wrap up. We start with I'll go. I'll okay, go. Yeah, go okay, yeah. So I, true to my word, I'm gonna like make it known to them. Like, hey, I found a new uh, sl- friend, <laughs> colleague, really, uh, which is technically true, um, and. I am now in the interesting position of being his um, uh, higher friend, and he has a wish to grant me. And I was just wondering, you know, what do I, I've had a lot of masters in the past, and I, but I never really had like a context for what they wanted. So if you guys have any ideas for me, I'm open. I'm open to that. Um, I think has has Len heard about genies before? Yes. Uh, yeah, Scott Laura on that one. Sure. Intelligence. I don't. Um, Len failed that role. <laughs> um, pretty hard. All right, so act that out. <laughs> Len's, Len's like, like, like. Wait a minute. Are you okay? Because I thought all this genie stuff was just something you were making up. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Tormund told me you'd been drunk the whole time. 
Oh, David John also, one of his bonds specifically says he doesn't believe I'm a genie either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think Len was like, wait a minute. That was, yeah. Genies that are was real. real? Only yeah. real. Oh, he had told, he had told me you had a connection. He had told me you had a connection to another world. You're blowing my mind right now. And I read that crazy book that you just stabbed and all the ghosts came out of it. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, don't just like be like, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I meant. Oh, geez. And yeah, and I think Len is just kind of like off being like, but if genies are real, then that means that Aladdin was a true story. And if Aladdin <laughs> is a true story, then where's Agrabah? Wait a minute. Agrabah. Agrabah. Hold on. Rearrange the letters. And he's off doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like drawing something on the floor, like, enhance. <laughs> Okay, do the rest of you guys have any suggestions for um, how Dorman should deal with his wish? Boy, if we can wish for anything, we're getting paid to be down here. Why don't just wish for more money? And we can retire now. We already killed half of them anyway. That's fine. Smart. You know, just cut to the chase. You know, I'm questing for money. Just wish for my quest to be over. Then I'll be fulfilled and happy forever. Yeah, you know what? You were halfway there anyway. We killed one of the other... One of the two left. I mean, it's not like he did nothing. You'll feel empty inside. The after living a life of luxury and uh, in the palatial grounds of the order, I can tell you that uh, I had all kinds of delights, all kinds of foods and and liquors offered to me, and it brought me only a mild satisfaction. But now, now that I've seen, now that I've seen the truest light, the truest light of all, I think we need to wish for all of the creatures of this land to see its power. Uh, hey, Dorman, I think he's crybaby over here saying that he, he doesn't want his cut. Oh, is that what that means? Okay. Pretty sure. All right. I'll I'll take this under advisement, wise friends. <laughs> All right, if you rearrange the letters, what do you get? You get Dan Laid. What does that mean? You've got to dig deeper. Here's the deal. Linda add. All right. Linda add what? What does she add to it? There's a lamp. There there you go. A lamp makes what? Light. The double light. Okay, so there it is. Yeah. Four minutes. So is he doing anything or no? So dormant fifty fifty between oh, I, us. I don't. Here. I hadn't really. Uh, I figured I'd just wait on the wish, like unless you want me to do it right now. Um, I don't care. Guys, like sit on it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to like, spend like fifteen minutes figuring it out right now. But I just want to get everyone's opinion on it and like do something like next session. All right, um, David John, what's your wrapping up action? Um, I'm going to. You, you simultaneously rejected your faith, killed the person who opened your eyes, and now you're. Uh... <laughs> Now you're in the afterglow of that. Yeah, I'm going to give him a proper burial best I can. Like, try to find uh, some kind of, try to put together some kind of sarcophagus that can hold all of his eight disgusting legs. And um, And and a few eggs that you didn't, like, uh, smash under your boots on the ground. Oh, if he's got eggs, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, plant them in the ground and water them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> yeah. Like David John doesn't yeah. understand the difference between eggs and seeds. So he's going yeah. to, in, in he's the starved caverns of this hill. Yeah. Oh God. He's gonna be like, Don't worry, buddy. Part of you will live on forever. <laughs> and um he'll just like put some of the eggs in his in his bag so he can like get above ground, plant them. So wrapping up the Corbin, you see um um you see David John inexplicably burying the person he just helped massacre. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I kind of, as maybe he's dug this hole and is putting this like monster in there. Um, I just kind of walk over and just put my hand on his shoulder. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's a it's a good job, it's a good job, brother. Um, but I just need, you know, just one second, just one, just. They'll just be real quick. And then he goes and gets his like short sword and just saws the head off. <laughs> like puts in a bag or something. He's like, you know, we need it to prove that we killed one of the black side. Beautiful. Whoa, crazy game. Dungeon World Hunt for the Black Stallions is a game run by Lee. And it stars Alex as David Michael, David as Corvid, Carl as Dorman, and Austin as Len, or Leonard. Music for this episode includes Trenches by Cowpay, An Inspiring Corporate by Scott Holmes, Dungeon World is a Game by Adam Cobald and Sage Latora. Join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Right here, same time, same channel. Hey everybody, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show, on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Okay, so I definitely think that um, Dorman is keeping an important secret from me. And uh, yeah, it's Thank that... You. If that genies are real, that there are entire other planes yeah. out there. The secret was that everything he was been telling you this whole time was just not a lie. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Torment had, uh, Torment had like mentioned that like there is a secret to this gin, and he just assumed that he meant like oh he's just drunk off his ass on gin. Yeah, and, listen uh, close. Read between the lines. Betwixt just, the lines, you must yeah. read, young Leonard. And he's like, what? I love that all these, um, when we leave, all these spiders are going to compete with all these goats now. Yeah. <laughs> we say goats? Mm-hmm. A thousand goats came out of Yeah, that. a thousand goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, 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 the spiders better be there to protect these books. Otherwise, these goats are going to win. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be bad. Polter goats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember from high school? No. Was she the girl that you had a crush on? She was one of Mary Beth's <laughs> friends. <laughs> you specifically um, didn't answer that. Yeah, he's like, no. No. Okay. If she was one of Mary Beth's friends, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she, she was. She was in actually the psychology class, Alex, where you and I that you and I had together in high school. Yeah, was she an idiot? And you've told me a story about her a bunch of times. Yes, there was there was a great. Uh, I totally great, forgotten that, the story. Yeah, please tell it. There was a great moment where um, Mary Beth had a pet turtle, mm-hmm. and Jen was just looking at the turtle and being like, and she just said something like, "Man, life is amazing." 
to think this used to be a tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> and she just stared at it like, damn, the splendor of life. <laughs> she was just staring at it. She al- she also wants to be very, very on brand. Um, she slept with some guy that we knew who was kind of known for being obnoxious. I forget what his name was, but she was like, she was like, it was, it was terrible. It was awful. It was so boring. Honestly, I'd rather be reading a book. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. 